0: Won't you step into the freezer, Caesar with the tweezer It's gonna be cold, 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 go. It's gonna be cold, 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 cold. It's gonna be, cold cold cold, cold. It's gonna
1: be cold, 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 cold Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut I'm Liam Allen with More Sex. How you doing, MB? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I couldn't be better.
2: You know, it's—I uh, find it funny. Um, I was sitting here uh, uh, completing the um, notes for the show today,
1: and I was listening to the Tahoe Tweezer. Um, dude, you're the worst. Okay, you're the you're the worst because I had it queued up and it's from 2013 and the intro is long and the audio quality <laughs> isn't great and I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it a disservice by using it but I wanted to use it. So thank you for really driving the nail home. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry.
2: We're off to a good start. <laughs> speaking speaking of driving the nail home, the amount of hate mail we received in the last two weeks (laughs) has been overwhelming so i want to thank uh, all of you for that and uh we'll 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 come back to that in a minute but okay um i i want to tell you something i think
1: you'll be very happy for me
2: yesterday was the six month anniversary i've been clean and sober
1: wow Wow, okay. so what does that mean? No bread, no cheese. Um... <laughs> no, that was that was no alcohol. six months. Wow six months. Wow.
2: So to celebrate, you look
1: you look fantastic.
2: Thank you. Well, take a picture cuz <laughs> to celebrate I have two shots of tequila and 5 milligrams
0: of THC.
1: Wow, remember it seems like yesterday that you were firing off the recipe for your margaritas, okay? Remember how big of a proponent yeah. MB was oh of the margaritas? So now yeah. we've reached the 6-month mark um and you're and you you're, you're already into the hooch. <laughs> well, the um the problem with the margarita, which
2: is equal parts fresh squeezed lime grandma mm. J and mm. tequila is there's carbohydrates in it
1: understood Okay. and,
2: I, and right. i'm on this i'm yeah. on this psycho keto diet for how much longer i don't know but anyway um i reached my goal i went cold turkey six months no alcohol yeah and i'm i'm determined now to uh leave a mark
0: okay. as they
2: say okay. so okay Good. Speaking of that, I, I know you're excited. We got a big dinner coming up.
1: Yep, I am. I am. The countdown has begun. I've already begun reading the menu. Um, yeah. I, I had an idea. Uh,
2: I, we don't have enough time to pull it all together, mm-hmm. but for next time. So just so everyone knows what we're talking about. Um, I'm hosting a dinner at a steak restaurant in New York City on the 29th.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So... Liam will be there. I will be there. Kevin Muir will be there. EG will be there. Leslie will be there. Um, Who else is going to be there? Uncle Mark is going to be there. And then my uh, erstwhile colleague, who's now a hedge fund manager, in switzerland first name peter
1: oh wow i didn't know he was that's,
2: that's i well he, <laughs> I, I i spoke to him the other day and uh i said um hey just letting you know mm-hmm. i've got a bunch of guys getting together for dinner and uh, uh kevin muir is going to be there and he's like when is it and i said it's the 29th and he looks at his calendar he says i'm in Amazing. <laughs> so, so this was my idea, and we don't have enough time to pull it put it together. But I thought the next time I do something mm-hmm. like this, and you know, I, I like to do these mm-hmm. these kind of events, uh, we could sell one ticket for someone to come.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, um, but the ticket would go to yep. the, a charity. Yep. But it it would be it would be a big number. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be. Uh Mm -hmm. twenty five, fifty thousand bucks. Yep. And I would match it to the to to the charity. Wow. Okay. what do you think about that?
1: I I I would love that. I would love that. All right.
2: Well let's let's think about that for the spring.
1: Yep. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Maybe we could get Lena to come as a as a a guest appearance (laughs) too. Um just to get the whole gang together. Horrified. she told me she's just another one of the guys mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I, don't know, I love her to death she's mm-hmm. she's just she's just great so um should we kick it off let's should go get going yeah. all right well um so the two-year note thank you uh <laughs> 3.867 sure yeah. uh
1: yeah, you know, we I, talk about the move. How so? It moved what? It went from what to what this week? And I, honestly, I sixty I, I'm, points I, I, or something. Um,
2: I think I honestly don't remember. I would have okay, said 20, 20,
1: twenty-five or thirty, okay.
2: maybe. Okay, thirty points. Okay, I, I'm just guessing. But uh, you know, the Fed meets two days this week, and on the 21st, they announced the the, the change in the yep. the funds rate. I guess the safe bet is to say seventy-five basis points,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I, I, I'll repeat what I said a number of times. I I, I don't know really, the number doesn't matter. I know, they're, right? Of they're, course, they're just gone till they yep. they um, they choke it off.
1: Um, so can we stop uh, right there and can we start using that yeah. choke it off and we'll see how how long it takes that to show up in the lexicon?
2: Do oh, you mean people stealing our shit? Yeah,
1: I mean like break something that has already been like absolutely. Yeah. Recycle. Uh, so let's so choke it off let's see how well, many times we can uh, work
2: that in so so um talking about people listening to the podcast i was i had dinner with eg this week i think it was this week I, one hey. of the things about getting old is you don't remember so good
1: doesn't matter
2: your honor i honestly don't remember <laughs> fantastic but he said mb get this some guy who works for me comes up and says or asks me why is some guy named Liam Allen naming his son after you?
0: <laughs>
2: so I got a chuckle out of that. And and I was talking to Peter, the hedge fund guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he, and apparently some guy came up to him in his office and said, You ever heard of this inside baseball <laughs> with an old chestnut? And Peter, who looks, by the way, like a fucking lead guitar rock star,
0: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, hedgehog,
2: yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, do I know about it?
0: <laughs> so we're
2: we're getting some good traction. Um but anyway, the two- year note, okay? Nothing happens overnight as much as we like it to, but uh, is we talked about during the two year note master class the, the, the two year note has to go higher, and uh, I'm just a matter of time till it pierces four percent. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Okay. um. What uh, I I hate to make predictions, especially about the future, Um, but I went back and I looked, and there were a couple of times I I made some forecasts. You know, we had talked about them. Mm -hmm. Um, I had been on Kevin Muir's show, uh, July twelfth, of two thousand and twenty-one, and I had said I had moved my everything to cash I remember and I went back and I re-listened to that and I also said I didn't think the Fed had the wherewithal to tighten aggressively well I Mm -hmm. I was wrong on that but at the time I said go to cash the 10-year yielded 1.37 and the 10-year now yields 3.45 so it's doubled Mm-hmm. And the stock market's gone from 4384 to um, let me take a quick look
1: on 3900 uh, or whatever. Is it
2: 3800 3, 3900? 3, 38,
1: yeah. Whatever it takes. You think we should know <laughs> this. 220 I, 221.
2: I mean, I can I can find it. I just want to touch the computer. The S&P's futures close at
1: 3890.
2: Okay. So, uh I think that was a pretty decent call. Not bad. Um eighteen months I, out. I, I made a um I made a comment to one of our friends the other day about bragging a little bit how I got the two year note
0: mm-hmm.
2: move. Uh right. <laughs> And that little prick said, well, how many did you short? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that insensitive prick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, he's young. I, I can it. remember
1: you telling somebody to stop spinning their yarn and answer yeah, the question. Right, right, <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. But, uh, in my defense, I said, look, I, I'm a long only investor, but I own a shit ton of floaters. Mm, so I, right. I but, but anyway, okay. I, I digress. Um, talking about the future okay um i i think we're close to the fucking thing letting go i think it's really getting, scra- choked,
1: getting choked off
2: yeah meaning like liquidity being severely impaired
1: do you make a this big deal out of fedex shit. Does fedex is that an early indicator because some people said oh this is the first it's an indicator that it,
2: it could be i i i think uh Part of the problem with me summarily saying FedEx is a leading indicator is I've noticed in the last year the quality of their service has collapsed.
1: Incredible.
2: Like, You're so right, dude. But the, the fucking post office... He's yeah. doing a better job than FedEx. So, dude, FedEx
1: is hell on wheels out there. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, you're no, so no. right. Have you noticed that too? On a, dude, I'm in the metro tri-state area. You see a FedEx truck around you, so put your car in and park and, and, and stay away. They are hell on wheels. They're Russian. Um, you're you said it best their quality of, ser- of service has disintegrated. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they got pushed to the breaking point during the pandemic and they took on a ton of new employees and whatever they did. Um, but you hit the nail on the head from the real world. Uh, if you see on the streets. They, yeah. So, but it, it okay. was reflected in down 20%. Okay. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Well, you know, I, I think transportation, Yep. you know, whether it's by air, sea, you know, yep. bimodal type stuff, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think those are great indicators. Um, what I want to be sure to point out is you, you know, I'm a big fan of this guy, Lacey Hunt. Of course. And um, not always right, but he's been around longer than me. And like anyone else, his predictions are sometimes good and sometimes bad. But he did an interview that I watched yesterday, and you, I think you can get it on YouTube. Okay, and it he's interviewed by some guy from uh, I think Maudlin Maudlin Economics. Okay, that's one of those free newsletters. But I, uh, you know, free usually you get what you pay for, but uh, you know, occasionally um, there'll be something good in there, and that's where I saw the Lacey Hunt interview. And I will not attempt to uh, repeat what dr hunt said because i i just
1: yeah you can go find I, it go look yeah and I, I, read it you can go look and read
2: really, it i i don't think i can do it justice but i think that whether you trade stocks bonds commodities whatever or you're just interested in the economy i think he nails it and i think most of it is on street level jargon Meaning you don't have to know you don't have to have a PhD in economics, but it it's very consistent with the concept of the Fed's tightening. They've got a problem. Inflation isn't gonna, isn't transitory. Uh, the big deal is it affects the middle and the poorer classes of people, which is I think we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the Fed's going to do their thing. Um, So for me, uh, as we've talked, I'm content to sit on my hands for the time being. The reason uh, I think it's getting ready to let go is this. Um, So I traffic in three or four securities that, you know, I've, I've talked about them generically. One's a municipal bond. One's a floater. And there's a couple of sort of preferred securities. And I just came across those in my travels over the years. And I, for better or worse, I I like those. Okay. Not for everybody. Yada, yada, yada. We don't give investment advice. But those are the four I traffic in. And so the floaters I have and I'm keeping because I, I think the rates are going. certainly higher than they are today potentially much higher i don't know
0: yeah
2: yeah Uh, the others the the munis uh i bought at i thought a terrific level when they got to a terrific uh, level i didn't think it was great i tried to sell them but the the bid wasn't there Mm -hmm. so i still have those but the two uh other preferred securities I bought at good levels, and then I got to levels I got to be neutral, and I, I sold those out. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, well, you know, that famous quote, traders got to trade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can put the nail through the heart of that <laughs> one. I, I, I watch these securities. And um, investment is, we've talked about ad nauseum, there's a, a way more psychology to it than math. I love it, yep. And so years ago, I'm talking back when I worked for uh, that primary dealer, R. G Lanston, mm-hmm. where, you know, that relationship <laughs> where the Fed just gives you a check every week I, just oh, yeah. for showing up, yeah. Uh, a- <laughs> um, I read a research piece by Goldman Sachs, okay. and they talked about hedging. And uh, they talked about, and this was the early 1980s, before you had these huge computer processing power and algos and stuff like that. And so they would talk about how you might have a five-year off-the-run security and a 10-year off-the-run security. And when I say off-the-run, it means had been auctioned recently, but it was no longer what we call the current. Yep. So it might, instead of being a 10-year note, it's been outstanding for six months. It's now a nine-year, six-month. So uh, the concept of the sticky hedges, you might put on that old five-year versus that old 10-year. And mathematically on the ratio, they should move, you know, on this fixed ratio. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: But Goldman's point was that in certain circumstances, certain types of trades, the hedges are sticky, which mean your five-year note may go up five basis points. But that 10-year note may not go up five basis points right away. It may go up three, and the next day go up another. And, mm-hmm. and, and so over four or five days, it would sure. come back in relationship. Okay?
0: okay. Unlike
2: unlike now where everything's tied and you move the two-year note an eighth of a 32nd and the whole grid moves. Okay. Okay. So it's yep. a, uh, are you with me so far? Yeah, okay. of course. So now the four securities I traffic in, okay, I mean, keeping in mind two are in the same bucket, um, they're – They have a credit component to them. They're not treasuries. Okay. But when I look at them, one of the metrics I use is I compare them on a spread to treasuries. So I I like to have a reference point. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for instance, and I'm just kind of pulling numbers out of the air, but when I bought the munis, they had a yield of roughly 6%. Okay. And at that point, I want to say they were 300 basis points cheap, meaning higher in yield to the 10-year note. To be specific, the munis yielded six, and the 10 yielded three. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just say hypothetically, mm-hmm. okay? And, uh, okay, so the market goes up and down, spins around, and now the munis are back to six but instead of the tenure note being three it's now 345 yep which which means the um the uh, muni has hung in there better right mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. haven't they haven't gone down at all yep and the tenure notes dropped 45 basis points yep in price forty-five yeah, basis points. okay so um Why is this significant to me and what does it mean to me about the stuff coming unglued? It's similar with those other uh, preferred shares I'm talking about, where when I bought them, they were very cheap to 10 years and and now they've gotten to be very expensive 10 years. What happens is you get to certain levels. Okay. And so broker calls his client and says, I can get you 6% tax free. And the guy on the end of the phone's like, "Fuck, that sounds great." Yep. And so he's he buys them. He's not looking at them, comparing them to, to the ten-year note,
0: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: But a guy like me, I'm like, well, I'm not buying them here because they're forty-five richer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just you know, potato potato kind of thing. But what happens is, you push these things far enough, and the they call the next guy and says, "I can get you six percent." And that guy's like, "You know, I'm not that excited about six percent anymore."
1: Wow! Yep.
2: And then, the, then the bid's gone. Okay, mm-hmm. so where mm-hmm. where is the next bid? Well, it's six and a quarter. Yeah. Okay. Well, now all of a sudden, with the ten-year note, and instead of being a, a zillion rich, it's a zillion less twenty-five rich, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what happens is. I've seen this in the fixed income market, and even uh uh uncle mark long time bull Equity who bull, yeah. who who believes in long run equities which i i think you and i do too of course yeah right? yep, yep. he's been better at managing it than me, but he's got a very large cash position and he he told me the other day he has some metrics which uh aren't um I'm gonna say they're proprietary until he gives me permission to talk about it. It's okay. not rocket scientists because mm-hmm, none of mm-hmm. none of the Saxes other than Cheryl right. uh would have been blessed with great math skills. Taylors, yeah. Yeah, t- exactly. Taylors. <laughs> the Taylor Motelcom Zoil. Um <laughs> at least we're not shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> um now you got me confused. Mark's Where?
1: Mark's Mark's algorithm yeah, that you okay. can't talk about. Yeah, yeah. Mark,
2: Mark Mark thinks the stock market's rich. So now all of a sudden you get you get people are starting to look at things. Well, everyone agrees inflation is at least for the short run a problem. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Consensus. the long run, but sure. okay. Certainly, we're seeing wage pressure. Okay. That's very hard to combat. Okay. Uh, So the funds rate's going higher. The treasury market is going to start really moving into the quantitative tightening.
1: Has begun, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think they've accomplished anything in in a meaningful amount, but it it takes time. And then uh, when you look at stock valuations they don't look compelling so these things come together all at once and let's go back to the same thing i say over and over again okay which is do you love that trade okay if you don't love it get out of it okay that that's
1: number 1 right that's so tough though that's such a like let me can I ask you yeah. about that? Yeah, sure. Cuz like I always thought about that with you and your gold trade. Like that like did you, there were some times when you didn't love it. Is that fair? Yes.
2: Now I'm going to say I fucked that up nine ways from Sunday. Okay. Because you but, talk about the psychology, I was always Here's Mystified. the difference. Here's the difference. Okay. I committed a certain amount of money to it. Yep. Num- number 1. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't violate that. Fair. Okay? It's yes. gone against me. Yes. And I still have you know, it goes to June of next year. I know. I know.
1: I know. So, uh I, I, have,
2: have I have I been wrong? Yeah, I've been wrong and it cost me you know, a few percent of oh, anything. Man, view. I
1: wanted to fight with you about that so many times when yeah. it was bugging you. I hated, hated. It bothered me. Just anyway,
2: to, in, in I've already taken full responsibility. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, I know. But I'm not just to fingers. give you, just to give, no, you can pick. That's the point of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
2: why up until now I would put up the negative comments mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like. You, I know, you, you, you think, gracious. You, I know. You, you think like I'm an asshole. Feel feel free, but let's have a reason that's plausible, okay? Just because you you've lived in some fantasy world that I st- stole money from the government. I mean, if you if you want to think that, then
1: you know. We're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We'll move on. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, I mean, let's just just for a minute. Let's just play what if?
1: Here I did it. Look what I did. <laughs> let's
2: say I did steal money from the government. OK, what have I done for the other thirty nine point eight years?
1: <laughs> how much money do you think you've given the government? Ballpark given.
2: What do you mean? In taxes? Tax, like,
1: tax, taxes? like tax like
2: taxes <laughs> like a lot. OK,
1: <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you don't even want to think about I it. I don't right? want to talk. I, I, OK, I, OK. Uh, Your fa- how about this? Your fair share?
2: <laughs> I'm sure people don't think I paid my fair share. Dude, I'm. There's no I, way. I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I, I I'm happy to do a whole episode. I know. <laughs> on that, but um, okay. uh, As far as talking about the gold, thank so you.
0: Sorry.
2: There's a couple of things I I think. I, I I so at this dinner, will be my dear dear friend Leslie Harris, and Leslie has done as much for me on a trading floor. In terms of keeping me grounded yes. as anybody. Okay. And he ag- and I agree on a couple things. Like it basically distills down to the book, Reminiscences of a Stock Operator and the Godfather. Godfather and Godfather mm-hmm, 2.
0: Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, vis vis the gold. Okay. You go back to when I first got into it, which was late. 2019, early 2020, sort of thing. I think I started yep. trafficking it there. Yep. And there's one of these uh, newsletters I read that is very well regarded, and I've developed a very pleasant relationship with the fellow, and he's been very bullish of gold the whole time, and so. You go back to my birthday a couple of years ago, where I had the <laughs> opportunity to move at the high and make gobs of money. And I'm like, no, this is <laughs> so. But then it, after that, it, it's been trading bad. And so once a week, once every couple of weeks, I'd ride them on and I'd go, and look, I know the fundamentals are good, but my tape reading tells me this thing trades like shit. <sighs> And I had no fundamental yep. reason, because the fundamentals were great, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and by the time I got done email with him, I'm like, ah, you know what's going to happen, MB? You're going to take it off. It's going to go to the moon. You're going to feel like a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. So I convinced myself, because I've got a limited capital committed to it, and I'm not going to vary from that. I'll just hang with it. And uh, I mean... Up until a week ago, and that's only because that's the last time I've spoken to him. I'm like, dude, I I just don't know what to say. All I can tell you is I've been staring at the tape since I've been 16 years old. (laughs) I've legged hundreds of thousands of trades. I'm probably 85% success Mm rate on legging Mm -hmm. trades. And I'm just telling you, this thing trades like shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, you know, look at the this, look at yep. the that. And it's right out of the reminiscences of a stock operator where he had a view on something and he met some famous analyst and the analyst kind of convinced him it was going to go a different way. Mm-hmm. And and I just fell down that rabbit hole myself. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, me, mea culpa, um, nobody's perfect.
1: But you read that tape and you look at that tape and you just say, your gut tells you, your experience says, I don't like this. If you look yeah. at it objectively, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yeah.
2: I, I mean, I, I, we've been through this in some ways, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I started part time in 1978. Okay. That's when you had the ticker, I you know? know yeah. and, and so, I mean, how can kids do these first person shooter games? It's like they hit control, cap yep. block, P, plus, and it gets the guy to throw a fucking grenade. Like mm-hmm. how can you possibly do that, right? It's because you're young and you're, you, you get this neural net pathway, right? So I'll watch something trade, and it'll trade the offer. It'll trade the offer. It'll trade the offer. It might go bid, but doesn't quite go bid. It comes back offered again you get a feel that there's a Amazing. seller there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep, and yep. and then having had to move large positions, you find ways to trick people into
1: fishing, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. And and so I mean I guess it sounds like they've made some of these things illegal. I I I don't know. Um, you know for instance if I got a lot to sell. Okay, and I'm trying to sell it at twenty. I'll st- stick an offer in a twenty, and let's say somebody starts buying a twenty.
1: Spoofing
2: uh, it, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, they're mm-hmm. really they're, they're really mm-hmm. trading at twenty. Okay. Okay. Well, in the old days, I would go to another broker, and I'd buy one at twenty-one. So all of a sudden, you see him flashing a twenty, trading twenty, and then the twenty-one print. So several things happen. Right, guys are like, oh, the market's going up, and then all of a sudden, I got five guys lined up to pay twenty because mm-hmm. they think it's worth twenty-one, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, it's you know, it's like the clear coat. You want the clear <laughs> coat or, or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the c- copper. It's the mm-hmm. only pipe I use. Right, it costs more. It costs yeah, more yeah, because yeah. it saves mm-hmm. money. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. What the fuck are we talking
1: about now? Um, we were talking about loving the trade. And I got okay, old. yeah. I distracted so, to deal
2: with gold. So this is the point that there's a couple of people I have in mind in particular that uh, I think would benefit uh, everybody. So um, we clearly have hit the point home about, you know, do you love the trade or not? But before that, even before we got there, we were like, understand what is is your purpose, right? You're 40, raising a family, I'm 62, trying not to get hit by a bus crossing the street, right? We don't have the same investment objectives. right? So once you get down to what your investment objectives are, well, then we can start talking about, do you love the trade, do you not like the trade? But one thing I've noticed is people seem to think that they can carry multiple positions, okay? Understanding in their mind that, well, if the shit hits the fan, well, this trade should work and that trade should work. But what they miss and what I've experienced is in a crisis, okay, liquidity disappears. So you you remember the story I told about me and Paul Jones on the stock market crash? Okay. Well, there's a lesson there. And the lesson was I had an opportunity for liquidity. So let's say I was perfectly, you know, had the Perfect hedge on Mm -hmm. right short futures, long treasuries. But if they didn't come in to you know want to sell, I'd be sitting there stuck with with it, stuck with it, right? And so, what happens in a crisis? First thing is people don't want to trade with each other because of all of a sudden the credit risk Mm -hmm. goes up. Secondly. Everyone's being told to get their positions down. Okay. Uh, You're just, there's just this assumption that is built into every fucking model I've ever seen that markets are continuous and liquid and separate and have very, you know, different correlations Mm -hmm, to one another. mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. when the rake comes out, there's there's just no there's just no prisoners and um, I, I just you know for guys like you and I who are long only okay I, I don't worry that much I right. I mean I, I I particularly like those times because you know I have tended to get out ahead of it mm-hmm. and so when you don't have any positions on, and uh, the shit hits the fan, you, you get to set the price. I, there was I'm trying to remember the year, but at one point when I was uh, at Greenwich Capital, uh, one of my uh, partners, uh, Robbie and I, I, I think there's a shot we owned we were the single largest owner of greek treasury bills in the world
1: i always remember you talking about
2: greek i mean i Greeks. don't i don't i don't know I remember. i'm kind yeah, of yeah, reaching yeah. that a little bit but i mean whatever it was you were, it was did in, you go
1: and meet the guy and yeah, everything
2: yeah exactly we had some we had some fucking insane gnarly market. position yeah yeah. yeah yeah and so a crisis hits and one of the banks had a bunch of these like one year notes, so it wasn't a one year bill, but it was a one year note. And let's say they they have been trading around ninety five. I'm making these numbers up, but they're sure. close. okay. So, uh, I had a, a really talented uh, trade assistant at the time, and they said to me, "Such and such bank has a hundred million of these. They're looking for." you know, a bid. And I said, well, what's the last trade? And she's, I think she said 95 or 97, whatever it is. And I said, okay, bid him 90. She's like, what? I said, bid him 90. She said, the last trade was X. I'm like, show him the fucking bid. Mm-hmm. Which, by mm-hmm. the way, now would get me. I was going to say, you're allowed okay. to say that, yeah. so you could tell she didn't know which was more terrifying telling me no. F you or showing them the bid. Mm-hmm. So I hear, I, I hear her give them the bid and she looks at me and her face is white. And she <laughs> says, you bought them.
0: <laughs>
2: the only more, the only person more shocked than her was me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it it's it's this concept it would be a great title for a podcast saying something like liquidity is ephemeral
1: liquidity yeah <laughs>
2: um so uh yeah i i think we're getting close to the point where where shit breaks and um it's going back to the stickiness right i think credit spreads are at a point where some product is attractive to people.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: Then there's always going to be the person who says, well, uh, you know, stocks are down 20%. How, how much worse can it be?
1: Right, Kathy or, Wood. right.
2: or the NASDAQ or this mm-hmm. or that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so what happens is the market fills those people. And after that, after you fill the usual suspects, this is, this is kind of an, I, I, when I thought of this, it felt really intuitively pleasing. So when you fill the last of the usual people, okay, you now have to move the market price-wise till you bring in a different type of investor. Yep. Okay. So in agriculture, you see this all the time. Like if soybean oil goes to a certain price, you might get a switch in demand. They may go to canola oil, rapeseed oil, I, you know, I don't know what, something like that, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so to if you fill everybody with the stock market down 20%, okay, and there's still more sellers, well, who's next? You, you have to start bringing in, somebody that is a value investor or I was going
1: to say you, people that like the, the ratio the people like you that are waiting for that PE ratio to, yeah. to get it down from 29 it, 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 to whatever 18, 19
2: um, yeah and that's a long way from here
1: a long way to go Yeah. somebody said so, something about the 200 moving day average you're going to get close to that Um
2: yeah so when you trade there's time and price or I should say price and time but you know if we got to that number tomorrow, I mean, we're not going to, but no. if we did, I, I, I would buy a fair amount of stuff, stuff there, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be my whole load because, yep. you know, I, I don't know how low it can go. There's a lot of historical precedent for how long bear markets take, how cheap they can get.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: how much below the 200 week moving average can you go before mm-hmm. you really and as time goes by you know you get more comfortable with the the forward pricings yep. we yep. so so I think that's uh, something that we really need to um we really need to look forward to
1: do you have a fixed? formula that you're looking for the number do you have a number that you like that PE ratio we've talked about that ad nauseum it's at 29 now can you just say once it gets to 21 then i'm gonna buy
2: you know um i guess what i would say is for me uh unless it's a mathematical arbitrage okay i i tend to kind of take the temperature of things Mm -hmm. so um the P/E ratio is one that is great because you can get an infinite amount of data. Right. Um, And the other thing, and I'll talk about it as an example with Japan in a minute, but you can say whatever you want, but when you look at a hundred years of P/E ratios, you can find a range where it should trade Mm -hmm. and, If you want to say that stocks are long-duration asset and they have a sensitivity to interest rates, then you can introduce the general rate structure with the price-earnings ratio. And of course, you need to figure out what earnings are going to be, but I mean, I have no ability to do that, right? Okay. So we've been running around with these very high PE ratios for a long time now, and a lot of the comments are, well, you know, that's kind of where it is. Which is something I heard back when I moved to New York, because the, the Japanese stock market, I, it was like up around 40,000 or something. And you had P ratios. I, I want to say were in the be like a hundred. And you had like families like taking multiple mortgages to buy apartments. Because you know it's like like a family like the father the mother the two three kids all had to take a mortgage together. Yeah. Okay. And I kept asking about that, and I was young. I was in my late twenties or something, and I kept getting the answer. Well, they always trade there. Okay. Well, they they always did, and now they never will. But they did (laughs) right. So uh, and. You know, people can go back and fact check that, and, sure, and sure. I, I don't know that I get any of these numbers exactly right because I don't care.
1: I get the I, idea. I, yeah, I, yeah.
2: All you need for what you yeah. and I are trying to accomplish,
1: mm-hmm.
2: other than piss off a lot of people, a lot of, uh, is um, kind of give some examples of stuff in the past, right? And mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, so you know, when we get to that two hundred week moving average. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, we can talk more about it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I do know, according to uh, uh, one fellow I think highly of, or I believe, he claims we're now going into the, the worst period of the year seasonality wise. So, for those but, of you who don't know what seasonality is, it's like in October, the price of turkey goes up. Why? Well, there's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you need another explanation,
1: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Y- you're going to have to figure that out. You know I- <laughs> Stanley Druckenmiller said that we're going to have 10 years of dark. It's going to be <laughs> of dark times. Um, yeah. So um,
2: if you look at historically, you, you do get periods of long periods. Okay. Where the stock market goes nowhere. However, However, a lot of that is relative to your entry point. So what he may say is if you buy it here, Mm -hmm. okay, 10 years from now, it might be right here. Two things. One is you'll get the dividends, which may be 2%, not Mm -hmm. not a lot, not a lot. Certainly not covering inflation. But if you you can buy them 30% lower than here, in, in a year or yeah. two mm-hmm. then you got eight years yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know that's three mm-hmm. percent or four percent plus your dividend now you're at six percent right and yeah. then you add the compounding effect now you're mm-hmm. at seven percent and 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 so you, 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 you make a mark to, proud you need to <laughs> yeah and but i think that's the i think 100%. that's 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 the gimmick you know i mean i i get it and I've been through it. Uh, and I'm, and I'm very, I'm very comfortable with it. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, for a lot of reasons, uh, I never really embraced equities. Um, I, I, you know, I started, you know, yeah, you were dialed
1: in a, in bonds. Yeah. Why, yeah I know? started
2: in bonds and I yeah. spent time at the board of trade and, yeah. and, you know, I just, that's kind of how I came through the business. You know, if I went to work for a stockbroker and fell in love with trading stocks.
1: You would have bought uh, Apple back when you saw uh, that iPod.
2: Thanks for remembering that. <laughs> 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 yeah. People, That's like chapter one. That's like chapter one stuff. A couple notes I get. It's like, Morris, tell us about your worst trade, your, your biggest, <laughs> your worst trade. And like, I'm thinking... You know, no one's going to believe this, but my worst trades are the ones that I didn't make as much money as I should have. It's not that I did stuff that blew my sack off. It's botched botched it. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The shit I have missed in my fucking life.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad I could remind you of Apple. Well, I, I,
2: I. it's a like hundred times higher.
1: <laughs> Apple at nine? No, thank you. Twenty nine. No, just twenty
2: nine or something. It, just, it, it, it went 29. from
1: seven to ten. I was. <laughs> how could I buy it? It's up fifty percent.
2: It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's too rich. It's <laughs> fantastic. Um, See people. So. so
1: there you go. So all you haters, all right. So there you go. You can say you you fool. You didn't buy Apple. What do you know about the market? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So. You want to um, take
1: fifteen minutes to absolutely. <laughs> No, just to, do, to do your housekeeping.
2: Let's just talk about more bonehead moves. I, <laughs> so I, I realize I had like the uh, Apple Eleven Pro, and yeah. um, you know my eyesight's not as good as it used to be. I spoiler alert, <laughs> just wait, <laughs> you'll see what Sikes. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, the new screen's supposed to be sharper, and mm-hmm. then I got the bigger one, sure. but it doesn't come to October. So I'm like, well, this is fine for the time being. So um, I drive up to Bedford Mm -hmm. to have lunch with Biggie Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, love spending time with him. And we come come home and I pull in the garage and Kate had come out to visit for the weekend. She brought her little dog. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I got the iPhone in one pocket. I got my wallet in the other pocket. I got the car keys, mm-hmm. right? I got the skinny jeans on and I'm walking in the house and the little dog's barking and the regular dog's barking mm-hmm. and yep. I'm, I'm trying to, I just spin him, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't want the dogs to scoot by me and mm-hmm. get out of the house. And so all of a sudden I settle down and I talked to Kate and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go up and take a 20 minute nap yeah i'm like okay where's my phone Uh, i don't know where's my where's my phone and and so we're looking around for it can't find i'm like all i did was just walk in the fucking house (laughs) where is the phone (laughs) so you know
0: yeah we go to we
2: go to find my phone and it says zero miles meaning (laughs) the phone is here (laughs) so we turn the fucking house upside down I go out and I look in the car. You activate the sound? The sound is activated? (laughs) Yeah, the whole shooting match, right? So I figured, well, in the car I drove to see Big Ed, it has the Apple CarPlay. Okay. So I figured I'll just start driving, and if the phone (laughs) is in the car, it will connect to the Apple CarPlay. (laughs) Yes. Nothing. So, okay. (laughs) So after an hour looking for the fucking phone, I'm like, okay, I just, uncle, yeah, I just, this is perfect. I've got a new phone that's not coming for a month. <laughs> I've guaranteed to return this old phone to get a certain amount of money back. <laughs> I got the, the last thing in the world I want to do is go down to Greenwich Avenue and buy a fucking mm-hmm. telephone, spend another fucking two hours in my life. Right? I'm just, I'm so disgusted. and so frustrated. Then, you know, it's gummy hour. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll just deal with it tomorrow. So I wake up at like 4:30, and I can't get this out of my head. So I get in the back of the Audi, right? I get in, and I'm crawling around upside down, you know, like yeah. I was inverted. <coughs> and uh, I see the fucking iPhone slid between yes. the seatbelt buckle and the center and console the, and the console. Nice. And but but to see it you have to be <laughs> under the seat upside like, yeah so what a relief
1: <laughs> thank god yeah yeah
2: i don't know i just for someone who would like to think he's been a success in life i just seem to step on my dick left and right
1: lost my phone
2: I can't even have a conversation with a 40 year old adult without being reminded what, <laughs> what was the last thing I said oh boy so um let's see we got uh, we got a few minutes i, mm-hmm. I I've taken a little I, I understand this was the point but I've taken a few of the aggressive comments personally okay mm-hmm. and um I know that, that's the point that someone's trying to get attention and wants to be acknowledged and they're doing it in an aggressive way. And, um, so I thought instead of trying to bemoan the nasty things they said, I would talk about a couple of examples I've seen in my career of let's call them, uh, unusual things Mm -hmm. okay so uh the first one i think uh i remember is i want to say it was around the year 2000 okay and uh you know the internet was around but it wasn't anywhere near this right and so yeah, one of my dial up, dial yeah, up modem, and, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, Yahoo, yeah. and Internet Explorer, baud rate, yeah. Baud,
2: do you even know what a baud rate is? I
1: have no idea. It's
2: okay. It's it's okay. Um, so one of my analysts is like a super califragilistic computer guy, and it's the day of a Fed meeting. It's like one o'clock, mm-hmm. and he he comes over. He taps me on the shoulder, and he causes, Come here, and he he shows me something, and it's the Federal Reserve communique that's going to be released in an hour. Like what? Mm-hmm. He goes. I went to the Feds website. I went to the last meeting's pronouncement, and I realized that they it was just like Fed meeting one the day and the date. Yep. But you know it was. It was disguised, not by saying, you know, December 15th. It was like 1207, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So all he did was change the date and had go. And they had already posted it, but they didn't release the URL, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I see this thing, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I quietly went to each of the traders individually. And I said, look, get neutral. Don't have any outright exposure other than what you would normally have in the next five or 10 minutes. No discussion, do it. And then don't pick up the phone until after the Fed announcement. And I got a couple of strange looks. And I might, I might've mm-hmm. got a little pushback. And at that point I'd be like, I just fucking do it. Do it. it.
1: Okay. Yep. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you.
2: Cause all I could think about was yep. reading the thing. And I don't Going. remember whether it was a big deal or not. Right. But all I could think about was, Hey, um, uh, it gets out that we discovered that, could be I, right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, we do that, and then we call the Fed and tell them what happened. That's the best. Hey, way your pants.
1: To- hey, your pants are down. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, zip up your fly. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, that was one. The the another example um, was uh, that's too long to go into. But I I will tell you one thing, which is. Do you remember in the movie Wall Street where he calls up like the daily blah, blah, blah newspaper and he says, blue horseshoe likes Anacoste yep, steel yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I saw one of those. And, um, what year? I don't want to say.
1: Okay. Yep.
2: But it was
1: Okay. On that,
2: and and finally, and again, I want to be vague about this. Uh, One of my associates, we were looking for a trader, and one of my associates brings me uh, a resume, and the person's returns for let's say five years were very mediocre, except one year he was up. some mega number like 35 percent and he goes on to explain in his um bio the reason he was up so much money was because the hedge fund he was working at got a leak on a number a half hour early and he went out and he did xyz and 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 i don't want to tell you who i don't tell you what mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can guarantee you I can put you in touch with my colleague because it's one of those things you'll just never, never forget. forget. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, when, <laughs> when you magically take a five year, two month note, <laughs> I'm never, by the way, I'm never going to forget that, that, right, right. that one, that one. Um, cause somebody had the right answer. I know. How do you make a five-year, two-month yep. note into a five-year note? You, you mm-hmm. wait two months, yep. right? I know. So, yep. Very sharp um, audience. Uh, anyway, I it, I know you and I, it's separation of church and state, right? Like, mm-hmm. you pick the intro music,
0: mm-hmm.
2: never question. It's always mm-hmm. good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You come up with the titles. Mm-hmm. I don't know where your creativity comes from, but they're spectacular, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: but. Some of these other, like the website, I feel is kind of like my area, mm-hmm. and and that's why I'm kind of been after you to send me some pictures you mm-hmm. want me yep, to put yep. up because I I like putting pictures up. I know. Cause, you know, two three hundred years from now, when our biographers, right? It's, I mean, the Smithsonian, the, the Ron Chernows of the next generation, want to. will have some pictures, right? I think, yes. Um, but. Uh, as far as like the nasty comments, mm-hmm. um, that that's done. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not posting yeah. those now. Yeah. On the other hand, constructive criticism—that's that's that's what we look yep. for, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Okay. Absolutely.
2: And on that note, I guess you can all fuck off.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Talk about the Matterhorn. This is your website and your show. Let's. I want ten minutes on the Matterhorn. Okay. How about five? Okay, fine. Let me give
2: That's let me fine. give you five. Okay, just right, can
1: I paint the picture of the traffic jam in the dark, or is that is that is that the, not the beginning?
2: Let's do this, okay? okay? Let's leave it for next week. Okay. Okay, because fine. no, no, I, I know you're disappointed, but hang with me a second, okay? Mm-hmm. I think that we can spend a fair amount of time on that because. There's risk management things in there that I would like to I would like to discuss with you. Because I just want
1: to say that because the risk management, you your risk aversion, and then you're hanging off the side of the yeah. fucking Matterhorn by a two inch cable, okay? And you'd be sleeping on the side. It does. It just doesn't make any sense. It's so yeah. contrarian. It's so it's so fucked up that i need to spend like an hour okay. like like unraveling that oh, as you your sister it. would hate me to say i need to, there's a lot to unpack there amy okay i got to say i got to got to unpack i got so like i got to unpack that all right um I,
2: I i've been wanting to do that i i love climbing i've been posting some climbing pictures lately Yeah, and yeah. i i've been <laughs> waiting on the
0: side
1: of the fucking mountain <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I've I got one more I want to post. It's my okay. favorite. It right. looks redonk, but in any event, uh, right. you know, you know that the episode we did about how to avoid an avalanche, like don't yes. go. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I do really believe that there's some significant uh, risk management techniques and, and I'd like to, I'd like to go through them with you. Yes. You specifically, because I think that, you know, it's, it's going to put a lot of stuff that we've worked on over the last 84 episodes together yeah. instead of yeah. trying to jam it in. Okay. And, Cause yeah, you know, no, you're they, right. You're right. They're, they're getting ready to cut away to go I to the, the Mets game. So. Sponsor
1: the Mets, please. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> Thank we you.
1: A- oh, yeah. dude. Steve Cohen, that's your neighbor's team. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> have a great week. Buddy. You cheer. too, my Bye friend. Cheer. Thank yeah. you. Cheers.